Okay, first of all, guys, I just want to warn you ahead of time that this is a bunch of randomness. I do apologize ahead of time. But having said that, so I was thinking this week about what I wanted to do for the um, the midweek minis episode for this week. And I wasn't coming up with a whole lot. And then I got this notification on Facebook that my mom had shared something to my Facebook page. And it was this picture of this little girl and her doll. After I read the caption, I knew I have found today's episode. proudly presents Midweek Minis, and here's your host, Andrea Lee. Now, the caption on that picture that I was talking about said, In in 1800s New York City, Jane Bielowski received a doll she named Missy. Soon after, several of Jane's friends died violently, and Jane was always around when the, quote, accidents, end quote, happened while being questioned by police, Jane would blame Missy for the murders. And on one occasion, she threw Missy out the window while yelling, bad dolly, naughty dolly. Jane was interned in Bloomingdale Asylum and treated for hysteria. Jane was never released and she passed away of old age in 1968. Throughout her life, She maintained that Missy was evil and she murdered her friends. Now, that picture, I'm going to post it on the 3M Facebook page. Well, when I read that post, the first thing that came to mind was the old movie, The Bad Seed. Um, If you're not familiar with it, I think it was made in the 50s, 1950s. Um, It was this little girl that um, several people died and she was always in the immediate area of um the people who died or when bad things would happen and it's just a good creepy story but um just like this story is a kind of good and creepy but the thing is the story about little jane and her doll missy is not true and (laughs) as weird as this sound i was kind of disappointed to learn that it was just a hoax Now, the entire thing was fabricated, and the story started making its rounds on the internet around 2009. Well, I do like to keep these episodes shorter, like in the middle, like the weekend episodes and the midweek minis, but I'm not going to cut it off right here. Um, I got to thinking about how women were basically thrown in asylums back in the day for the oddest things, Um, and not just really women, but men too, although it seemed to be... um, more common for women now back in the 19th century masturbation of all things was quite common thing to get thrown in an asylum for i mean it sounds absurd but back then it was a taboo subject and if you engaged in it i guess they thought you had a mental illness and you needed to be treated for it and get this if you smoke tobacco products at the same time as partaking and pleasuring yourself that was even worse in their eyes i know right Every once in a while, a post makes its social media rounds, and I just saw it a couple of weeks ago on Facebook, but it's about reasons for a being admitted to Trans-Allegheny Asylum in West Virginia between the years 1864 and 1899. 
Now, I checked with Snopes and a couple other um, sources to make sure I wasn't about to mislead you guys. And I got some pretty good clarification on the things. Now, the list that goes around on Facebook and different social media um, includes things like laziness, female disease, mental excitement, greediness, imaginary female trouble, exposure, and quackery, which I'm not sure what quackery means. Um religion asthma that one alone would have me locked away but um novel reading and many other things um now the clarification is that these weren't like actual diagnosis of why people were committed to these asylums it was actually symptoms of um some things that led to the diagnosis of what they were actually in the, the asylum for um and it seems that a lot of the time men had used these issues as a means to ditch their wives and take off with their kids now i'm not sure why the stories of the old asylums like fascinate me so much but i can remember there was a movie it was made for movie to um, made for a tv movie with um it was called queen and it had halle berry in it now at one point her character ended up in an asylum and i believe that's when all this fascination with asylums really started interesting me now one of my most favorite places to visit and photograph is the old mental hospital on bull street in columbia south carolina there's the, there was a building there um called the babcock building and it's like every time i'm there it just kind of like pulls me right to that building um there's a window that um, I'm always, like, drawn to look at. And I can always get the feeling of this young girl or young woman begging and pleading for help. Now, the last time I was there, my daughter was with me. And without prompting her or anything, she picked up on the same feeling. But um, I'm going to include the pictures that I took of the Babcock building on the Facebook page also. And I was fortunate enough to photograph the property before the fire in september of 2020 that brought the dome down that's on that was on top of the babcock building um it was um a lot of sad stories more than likely come out of that building but it was a part of the columbia skyline and it's just not the same now that that dome is gone but um just wanted to add here too that um we were told about the old sanatorium in columbia it was a, a tuberculosis sanatorium i believe but um we went there and i photographed it too but we didn't pick up on any kind of feelings but um i mean it's not the same as a asylum so but anyway now like i said at the beginning this is so random like this whole thing has been so random and i want to add right here though while we're on the subject of mental illness i really wish that mental illnesses were taken as seriously as they did back in the day when the people were interned for like masturbation but they should research more now so that they could offer more help and hope to these people that do have legitimate mental illnesses um so that they're not ashamed and you know can get the help that they need because i mean we're losing way too many people to suicide men and women and it's just heartbreaking i mean mental illness is just 
something that lays heavy on my heart. Um, but I'm not trying to, you know, bring everybody down, but I just wanted to put that out there. Now, I, <clears throat> I do want to add too that over the past couple, like, well, really almost since the beginning of this podcast's debut, um, I've talked about several local crime stories and I don't want you to think that I'm just leaving y'all hanging, but none of them have, I don't have updates on any of them. There was the one with the body that was found in a freezer in Norway, South Carolina back in January. Nothing has been, you know, no breaks in the case for it and you would think with the distinctive tattoos that that person the victim had you would think that oh somebody would recognize that because I mean it was a portrait type tattoo um I just don't know what would you know what it's going to take to get people to come forward and then there's like the missing ladies in Oconee County that they've been looking for there's no news on that that I have been able to find and those unsolved murders in Union County, still nothing on those. And if you're listening, again, I'm going to say this again. If you're listening and you know anything about any of these cases, um, no matter how trivial or small you think it is, you know, get in touch with your local local law enforcement and just tell them, you know, to get you in touch with the correct authorities. Um but, you know, you might have information that could break a case wide open, you know. Um, just think of, like, the, the closure you could help a family get. But I'm going to cut it off for now. That's all I've got for today. I'm sure you're glad because that was a lot of rambling. Um, I feel better now, though. <laughs> just got all that randomness out of my system. But y'all have a great a great week. Um you know this coming up on the weekend soon but y'all have a good one